Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the flogcast for the draft period. The tear-soaked tiger Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the bravest supporter of the bravest club, Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Hello. The loudest member of the West Coast boo crowd, Bender. G'day. From the 7-Eleven on Elizabeth Street, we have Dan. Yeah, me. And we have a new addition and special guest, Bay 13's newly crowned Toots Hibbert medalist for the MVP, Benoit. Yay. (laughs) Not many people get a round of applause, so consider yourself. Um, I feel very privileged. So does does Junior not get a um an introduction? Sorry. Junior. Does Junior not get an introduction? Oh, boy toy. Mm. Yeah, boy toy's here too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were saying for a second. I was like Junior. I was like, wait, who? Junior. Yeah. He's a bit like North. He's there. You're clearly the Robin in the Batman relationship. (laughs) (laughs) You were the lesser part of that 23 MVP votes or whatever it was. But it was a team effort. You are out of my team. Dan will be pleased with this result, though, as we get started. That We're not going to have gooey tears this week because everyone gets gooey over their draft. And Dan fucks it up. It's the nature of the draft. (laughs) Everybody couldn't believe that someone slid to them. So let's just skip that and we'll we'll dive straight into it. And where do we want want to begin with the draft? I'm just annoyed that we missed out on Tom Doty. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we picked up that kid. I reckon the Crows would have been happy if you picked up that kid. Who is he? I don't know a thing about him except that there was a massive thread on him on the Crows board within hours of him getting picked up. Like, seems they don't know who he is either. Yeah, I, I watched a few, like, highlights as you do of the, of the draftees leading up to the draft, but I didn't watch this kid's highlights because he was considered, you know, 40s, 50s, or not to be drafted at all. And yet he goes to the Crows, what, their first pick? Pick 17. So second pick, I think. I think they won, I think they won higher. They could have had Riley Bonner at that pick, a, a local kid from Adelaide. Who I think ended up at Port in the end. Ouch. But we, we usually come to the questions later, but Pups did ask it in the thread, is Tom Doty the biggest draft howler since Boakhurst? And... Um, it's caused the most controversy since... I mean, we haven't seen this kid play yet. No. We should judge him first. But um, on face value, it's a very surprising call. It's highly speculative, isn't it? Yep. They could have got him later if they wanted, yet they were that keen on him. It... Wasn't this, I, I'm just reading now, this kid was like a basketball player and he's just taken up footy at a later age because there were more opportunities. So has he actually got a highlights package or is it just his highlights is his basketball? <laughs> 
just shooting hoops. That's that's what they're doing for easy yeah. stuff. I've seen a couple of videos of him doing layups. It's good. But that did work for Pendlebury, though. Pendlebury was like... Well, I, I look like forward to the Pendlebury comp- comparison thread on the Adelaide board. Mm. Pendlebury bolted to pick five on the back yeah. of what was, what, a year and a half of Tac Cup football, and that was it. Yeah, and anyone who would like to indulge... Well, anyone on the vlogcast, you won't hear this on the recording, but um, Superstar Day is Pendlebury Day tomorrow, and starting at midnight, all of his greatest games will be on. Fantastic. What? What's going on? On, on Fox Footy, it's Superstar Month, so every day is a new player, and they play their best games for their career. So When's Tom Rockliffe? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I'll have to go backwards to find it. So, uh, I just see on the Collingwood board my one visit a day. That today is Scott Pendlebury Day. Good time. But it is weird for them to draft someone, I guess, that high that wasn't so sought after. That's one error, or perceived error. There was one other error. and The whole fucking coverage was one giant error. It was painful to watch. <laughs> Apparently, Gillen didn't like it either, because he had to keep walking out there saying pass. There were times when he, he had to keep walking up, and then there were times when the coaches did it, and some of the assistants did the announcement. Then you've got the Bogan sitting in the crowd, typical Adelaide <laughs> wankers who yelled and booed at various times, and some of them even clapped when clubs passed on the on the pitch. <laughs> And the whole coverage itself was just a giant mess. And the thing is, they actually practiced. They had a mock draft in the lead-up. So this should have ran smooth. It didn't. It went for like two or three hours. And I'm just sitting there going, why the fuck am I watching this? Yeah, it was did, did, did Melbourne take the duds in the mock draft as well? <laughs> well, Melbourne made an interesting pick because they took, at number three, they took a former KFC boy slimmed down. What was his name? Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver. Yeah, look, we've had a very... Well, we don't to talk about our drafting history because it's shit basically but we I think the decision was don't go for skinny kids because we can't develop them so just pick the biggest fattest <laughs> midfielder that we select just happens to be a redhead as well so it's a perfect spitting image of KFC boy so despite, despite his physique and orange complexion I've seen his kids highlights and they, they are pretty good they are good so if you wanted the fattest player why didn't you trade for Stevie <laughs> Motlop well <laughs> we have to draw a line somewhere I yeah, what the hell's happened? He's done a Mitch Clark from last year. Oh, I want to say congratulations to him. Clearly, he's having twins, and that's really good for him. Well done. Father sons, father sons. Give them better names than Bo and Wright. B O H. Aston is one of the better ones. Aston, not Ashton. Yeah, Aston Jagger. Wow. Well, we are talking about Geelong, so that, that's probably a classy name there. But no, Motlop has put on the pounds. But to be fair, Mitch Clark, Tom Horns. They're all doing pre-season together. Yeah, it's a cultural thing. The fat cats. Are they doing the um the LCHF diet down there, you reckon? Well, funnily enough, Melbourne are. So Clayton's probably going to beef up again. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on at Geelong. I wonder if they draft any skinny kids. No, that's right. They picked at pick 67. They drafted that guy, Wiley, the hair. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah? No, I don't. <laughs> He had a funny name and funny hair, so he got it basically a whole story on him on the AFL website because he's a quotation marks cult figure. Oh, hang on. Was this the comparisons to Ben Brown? Probably, yeah. He's got uh, hair like Ben Brown, been so okay. of course he's going to yeah. be like Ben Brown. Yeah, that's how they do it. Wiley Buzzer. Wiley Buzzer, that's right. Buzzer. They only had late draft picks, the Cats, but they've drafted well based on names. They've got Wiley Buzzer. They've got some guy called Hayball, which is a very strange last name. Tom Ruggles. 
That's a good last name as well. And they drafted that guy who's been Hawthorne and Frio and never played a game. Uh, Menegola. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like their, their recruitment staff wasn't paying that much attention. And so, like, the, the names that stuck out are the ones they remembered. It's like, <laughs> oh, who you, got, who you want to go? Oh, we'll go that, that buzzer guy. Like, you know, so obviously, because <laughs> they didn't, weren't paying enough attention. But oh, we'll see how they turn out. So they should have kept Barmy. Who's Barmy knew who they were. And he would ate all the pies, so Motlop wouldn't be so fat. <laughs> This is where Geelong's off-season just plummeted. But back to Bokehurst. Okay, so Bokehurst last year was hilarious because of he was mature age, taking the first round higher than he was, but also for the tweet. And we have our very own social media champ again this year in Leonardus. Oh, yeah, that kid. He liked a whole lot of anti-Adam Goods pages. Yeah. Naughty, naughty, naughty. I think we should start a thread on it in case people don't know. No, no, Griffey's taking care of that. Don't worry. He got the third one. He's all over that. He's, He's putting his case forward to mod. The third thread, two days late. Amazing how the uproar over the Adam Goods thing on amongst Kohler supporters for the best part of a year, and then all of a sudden they draft a guy who basically admits well, he doesn't have to like Adam. I know Goods. he, I know Adam, he doesn't, Adam but Goods is no longer they, a player. They, they, oh, oh, kids make mistakes. If I was in the draft, there wouldn't be anything on my Facebook page no. that even possibly get me in trouble. It's such a red that's, flag. That's the thing. If you're going into that sort of career, you would just do everything to make sure that you don't. What if, what if it was a ploy to not get him recruited by Sydney and it backfired? That's possible. And what about, like, fucking Kerno going out and getting drunk the week before and refusing your breath test and still getting picked up by Carlton? Fuck. <laughs> It just yeah, it didn't work. That's all right. He'll be one of the X's in three. He tanked his draft value. He's right where he belongs. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is, that is, that is pretty funny about the social media thing because you know if you're that unsocial media savvy at age eighteen, you're probably going to grow up to be a Brock McLean or a Ricky Nixon on social media, just putting your foot in it at every opportunity. And I just find it really funny the Sydney reaction on that part. They actually made him apologize. Yeah, they made him apologize. Apologize. Kiss it. Kiss it. <laughs> 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 yeah, instead of Jesse Jackson, they got out and put down to kiss his ass. <laughs> I'd like to applaud our drafters because the guy that we picked up with pick 58, Tom Phillips, just won the time trial. That's exciting. We all know time trials are everything. Still, Sidebottom has been dethroned. Maybe he can fuck off now. Sidebottom would still be like your third What's best man. Sidebottom, he's a good player. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, it's all right. Oh, okay. Is there a story here? Is there an injunction story or something? Did you ask for an autograph and he told you to fuck off? Is that it? Sorry, I told you to fuck off one day. I just don't like him. Why? Oh. He, was it, oh. he didn't go on to bed. <laughs> no. What? No. He was at a nightclub I was at once and he was drunk mid-season. And I yelled at him and told him I didn't pay $1,000 a year for him to be drinking during the season <laughs> to go home. And since then, he's just on my shit list. <laughs> Did he take your advice on and he was, or what? No, he thought it was funny and he took a photo with me. Was <laughs> but negative. you were actually angry. <laughs> and, was, and then he was He's like, ha, very funny. <laughs> He's like, well, what's the photo? Yeah, because I want this. How about I post that tomorrow, Steel? We'll see how that goes for you. But I didn't. So when was this? That would make you as bad as Duffy. That's right, and I am not, so I did not post. It was years ago. But anything else on who was drafted? I noticed that Benoit's club managed to get the grandfather son. Hey, guess what? You got Riola. Starburns, how about that? That's good. Well, yeah, I was I was hoping we didn't get him, and then we did. But it's okay. I've been thinking about it, and it's okay because he's a Rioli. So, and that's exactly.
exactly why you picked him, because he's yeah, really oldy. But he's only got to average 10 disposals, 4 tackles, and a goal a game, and that's all Australian-worthy. You, you drafted a name. Yes, we did. It's massive reaching. It is reaching. It's not quite Tom Doty reaching, but no. look, 10 disposals and a goal a game is not a high benchmark. So if you can reach that, you know, that would make him on par with Cyril. So it's not so bad. Okay, but you wasted pick 15 on a, on a 10 disposal. I know, I know. I'm not happy about it. Well, hang on. What about Jed Anderson here if we're talking about wasting picks in the teens? I don't know if we can we can throw stones there, Dan. Hey, they, they, they traded for a guy under the age of 25. Come on, give him some credit. They're trying. Oh, they're, they're making inroads. Yeah, and yeah. we got the first round pick back, so it wasn't Progress. all that bad. Wait, where, how'd you get the first rounder back? Uh, some pick from Brisbane. Brisbane for Bassanac? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Brisbane is stupid. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> Fold, you idiots. Well, let's go to Brisbane because Brisbane had the academy picks and the bidding system. I thought it was reasonably successful apart from the fact that... Has Shacky left yet? <laughs> not yet, but <laughs> just let everyone line up because he'll be on the market. But it worked pretty well except for all the second round picks got massively overvalued. The way I think it was Brisbane were able to go up 12 spots to grab someone and only drop back two or something ridiculous like that. The low picks were overvalued, but at least North managed to pinch one of their academy players. Did anyone get the the one that was shoving bottles up people? Did he get drafted? No one knows who he is, I don't think. Because uh, he's under, underage, is he? Hang on. Yeah. Who the hell is this? The bottle. Did Jennifer Kite nominate for the draft? <laughs> <laughs> the Brian's Academy player who did the Coke bottle thing. Oh, it's not the one that came to North, is it? <laughs> no one knows. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He'll go, well, Boris a chicken. Yeah, um, he was shoving shoving bottles up um, frozen chickens before you know it. <laughs> He's going to get Mad Jack in on the act. Oh, he got re-rookied too, Mad Jack. He's still at North, along with Farron Ray, which we'll come to later. The other one on the bidding system was Dunkley got passed over by the Swans. The bathwater drinkers got him. Is it true that this kid wanted to remain in Victoria? Well, he nominated father-son for the Swans. Well, so... that's that's the thing that confuses me. If he wanted to remain in Victoria, why did he nominate for the father-son being at the Swans? Why didn't he just let a, a Victorian club pick him up in the draft? Well, the Victorian club did pick him up in the draft, but yeah, I, I don't know. But he just he just further risks his chances of playing outside yeah. Victoria because Sydney gets that twenty percent discount if they bid on it. Yeah, and they still didn't pay it. They could have, and they wouldn't have got goods hater. I don't know. It's strange, but you'd think that he must have been comfortable moving. Surely, if he nominated for the Swans, I want to give some props to Essendon for nominating Silvani <laughs> for the Lols. Yeah, that was cheeky, wasn't it? <laughs> that was good. Essendon actually, like, you can't say whether a club's drafted well, but Essendon actually seemed to do okay. Hmm. Do they get Parrish and that other... The guy from South Australia, Francis. But, um... They managed to get a few decent. They managed to get a few decent ones. Like Dodoro hasn't picked Jake Melksham this time, or um, Elliot Kavanagh. So it's like he's carried his whooping of St Kilda in trade period over into the draft period. Was Parrish that girly-looking one? Pretty little blonde thing. He would look like Captain America after he got injected after yeah. washes through with him anyway. Anything else on the draft? Does any, anyone else's club here that we want to discuss or? Oh yeah, um, Farron Ray getting drafted. <laughs> yeah, well we'll, go, we'll look at the rookie draft. Farron Ray to North. <laughs> We said it, they're making a concerted effort to drop their average age. How old is he? 29. I thought he was older. No, I thought he was in his 30s. This one's been around forever. He's as old as Adam Cooney. I'm not really overly fussed, but this sort of caught me by surprise because we sort of knew about Jed Adcock going to the Bulldogs for a little while, but we had no idea that um, North was going to pick up Farron Ray. There was no hint of this in the media or, or even on Big Footy. 
be pleased to know that he'll be 30 by the time the season starts, just to fit into your age bracket. And the other thing is that it's not like the dogs need some experience. <laughs> North, don't need, North don't need any more, surely. Well, that's, yeah, I don't... So, I mean, you're saying that he's one of those sort of okay sort of journeymen, but I don't see where this guy gets a game in, in the North side. I, I mean, I know he's only on the rookie list. It's not going to cost us anything. Because but... Brad's like the reverse Mr. Aaron. He won't touch kids. No. Jim Monton, the Wrecking Ball, they'll be playing for Werribee and North Ballarat. Who's the Wrecking Ball? Kanye Turner. Oh, Kanye, yes, Kanye. Any other Kanye Wrecking Balls drafted? North did draft five young players. They drafted the Bryant player that um, shoved the bottle up the other one. (laughs) We don't know that. Allegedly. Allegedly. We got someone Jasney was pleased with, so... Oh, well, that would mean they're Tasmanian. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Was that Hibbert? Yeah, Hibbert. But actually, we have to discuss Fremantle's draft, Mm -hmm. and it's probably a contender for Thread of the Month, but the Frio board's draft thread was amusing reading, as the dogs drafted every tall in the draft two picks before Fremantle, um, every pick that they were thinking of getting, and then then they took Yaron, the criminal, and, of course, Harley Balik, 70k not to play for Ross Lyon. Harley Bernal has cost Fremantle away good key position player in the draft because mm. they're, they're screaming out for a, a key forward next to to Pavlich and just they're gonna have to wait again next draft I mean if they have to keep waiting the person will be in a wheelchair next to Pavlich well they can just throw two million bucks at Hogan and hope that he comes home is there any truth to that that he might just He'll take off, come home. I've said this before, but I think Fremantle... You know how there was a time there where Collingwood was... And Hawthorne's the new club in this regard, where it was... Oh, yeah. If you want a boosted contract, link yourself to Collingwood. If you're a key forward and you want more money, link yourself to Frio, because that'll get you paid. <laughs> Funnily enough, on the on the recruiting of Yaron as well, the bloke that hit the hit the woman in the um in the yeah, crowd after the Hawthorne jail. match, he's the same surname, has gone to jail. So another Yaron Inferno, interesting bit of information. Another Yaron at Fremantle in jail. Yep. Culture. Yours couldn't hit a target, though, Starburn, so he's not going to jail. <laughs> oh, except for Chapman. But, yeah, Harley Balick was offered 70k by his dad not to go to Fremantle. That's... Is that serious, or was that just tongue-in-cheek? Well, they said it was a joke, but I don't know. I'd say it was a joke, too, if it came out public. Yeah, that's my thinking, too. If... I'd be like, ho, 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 dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, dad. Yeah, fuck it. Dad's say the darndest things. Dad's say the darndest things. <laughs> but yeah, that was rather interesting because it does sound like he didn't actually want to go there and he didn't think he was going to go there. I didn't think he was going to go that late in the draft. Well, maybe there's character concerns, like <laughs> homesickness. <laughs> Well, he couldn't be in a more perfect place. No, well, he'll make a great player at Peel Thunder. Anything else in the draft? I'm not going to watch it next year. I'm just going to follow it online. Yeah, I'm pissed off that it went late because Collingwood had their documentary on afterwards and my recording didn't work because the fucking draft was still on. What documentary was this? Uh, it was a documentary on a couple of our second-year players now, so Dugowie, Moore, Mason Cox and Braden Maynard. wasn't bad. Oh, I missed that. You <laughs> sound disappointed. <laughs> the draft ran over time. Probably because all the South Australians booing and shit which is where it's going to be next year go to watch the draft like what kind of dead set Darrow fuck going to watch the draft South Australians you just it's South Australia what else is there limited entertainment that's it I'm surprised it wasn't in fucking WA look they're trying to go for the whole NFL thing where you know people actually get involved in the draft because it's a massive thing but you can't replicate it because there isn't the college system where you already know what they do and position wise there's only three positions so it's a lot harder to get sookie for good reason it's like the um, you know the Simpsons episode where the I'm number two 
song or whatever? Like, why do they go there just to boo? Like, <laughs> what were they doing there? Admittedly, that's what they do in the NFL. The Jets fans always go to the draft and they boo every single pick they make. Which is, they're like Carlton, basically. That's what they're trying to get the atmosphere of, but you can't do it. And if you're doing it with South Australians, you know, you're just as likely to get them fighting each other. Landscape style. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the darts or something. Chairs are being thrown and... <laughs> that oh, they went fast to get the dome when they brought that down here. They, uh, the Australian crowd just got bored and they started just throwing chairs and shit at each other. Is but anything else on any of the drafts? What did West Coast do, Bender? Uh, we didn't have our first pick until the late 20s, so it was fairly boring what'd for you, us. Who did you, you trade for to lose your pick, though? Uh, Jack Redden for 17. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> <From Brisbane>. um, <laughs> yeah, you know, what are you giggling about over there? I think that's funny. Sorry, Bender, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's being bent over in a Brisbane trade, it's supposed to be them, oh. not you. Yeah, you don't really want what are you talking about? We took Yo. We've taken Yo from him. We've taken Redden. We're, we're dominating. Right? <laughs> and for Just 17, you, are you serious? He's 25 years old and played 130 games. That's, no, that's, that's probably worse than that's the Bastonac pick. I didn't realise you paid that high a price for him. That's, um... He's a good midfielder. I'll give it that. He reminds me of a younger Farron Ray. <laughs> <laughs> a younger Farron Ray? No, he at least couldn't tackle and, and handball. But I don't know. Yeah, um, we got, I think, three South Australians and one Victorian, I think. I'll just stop us there because we do have an addition, all right? Oh, this is exciting. A late in. G'day to Hadouken. Oh, Hadouken's here. Good evening. Hey, Hello, Hadouken. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be on, but things have worked out okay. Excellent. Are you shocked to be sitting here? <laughs> Actually, I am kind of shocked. We've just finished discussing the draft. Was there anything you wanted to add on it? Um, Well, from the Essendon perspective, I'm not unhappy. Like, I reckon we did all right. We did cover that. You got Captain America. And Tim Brooke Taylor. Who? <laughs> the goodies. You remember the goodies? No. Uh, I remember no. the goodies. Who did you get? Tim. Tim Brooke Taylor. The, he, he was the longer-haired, tall one, wasn't he? No, no. The little blonde-haired dude with the comb-over. <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking of the wrong one then. I can only, I can only vividly remember Bill uh, Oddie. Parrish. Darcy Parrish. Okay, yes. We did discuss how you bid on Silvani too. Ah, oh, yeah, that was a nice troll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were actually seriously expecting to get him. No, but you made sure. Sauce pick him, you know, before yeah. they were ready, clearly, which is always amusing. <laughs> but anything else you wanted to add on that? Well, I'd rate us a, like a B plus. I mean, it's a weird draft. It's hard to know. I am actually really pleased with the rookie draft. We got that um, Sudanese kid. As a, oh, you got um, Mitch Brown too. Yeah, there, there's yeah. another key position Frio missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did okay. Like Disco Dodoro came through again. He's had a good month. Yeah, he got the best Sudanese player. In the well, they reckon we did get the best Sudanese player. <laughs> there's a gif floating around of him actually, like leg kicking some other poor Victorian ruckman and just absolutely nailing him and still doing a perfect tap out to like someone else. I think he matched Nat Nui's. Um, oh, is that the one? vertical leap? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Essendon need, needed a drop a, a Ruffman. I mean, uh, Ludenberg has probably got maybe two or three. What about Sean McKernan? Oh. Uh, no, nah, he's actually better as a third forward. Oh, yeah, no, I was, I was just taking the piss. He's, just, he's better sitting on the bench. <laughs> he had a really good second half of the year. I agree. I but... saw the game against Goldstein and he just got shot on. Yeah, but that wasn't fair. <laughs> but yeah, but it's Goldstein. He shits That's on everyone. True. Yeah. Anyway, was there anything else you wanted to add on that? or No, that's pretty much covered it. Like I said, B-plus for Essendon as far as I'm concerned. I don't hang, think on, we, hang on. I don't think we won. Peach is the, the only one that gives grades. <laughs> yeah, but he gives shit grades. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Shit. I like to give Teach an F. Now, Geelong, me. on the other hand, they're a D. To be honest, I'm struggling it's, to remember who they are. Well, you should remember the names because they stand out. As Ben said, Geelong basically just drafted the only ones whose names they could remember because they had flashy names like Wiley Buzzer. I thought that was Richmond that got him. Didn't Richmond get Wiley Buzzer or whatever? No, we drafted a Rioli. Oh, that's right. We draft, that was our name. I, have you melted about that yet? Because I remember you saying it. No, I'm, I'm... He's had a time to sort of think about it. and so Cyril cool. hasn't actually set the bar that high. He only has to get 10 disposals a game. Starburns is actually warming to this. If you get like you're... a Dean Rioli version, you'll be doing all right. <laughs> no, seriously. He was like one of the best field kicks you've ever seen, man. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but he couldn't move. <laughs> He didn't have to. He just kicked hey. it perfectly. You just stand there, you kick it to him, and then he kick it on to yeah, Mark. He did have lovely breasts, though. They were. They were. <laughs> on fat motlop, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Anything else on the draft? Oh, no. But Nathan Freeman's come out in the last couple of weeks and had a few interesting things to say about how he never, he didn't think he could break into the Collingwood midfield, so that's why he went to St Kilda. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. He wasn't that's prepared to fight. nearly as bad as getting pissed during the, the year and having <laughs> copping abuse from. Collingwood supporters. Wasn't prepared to fight for his spot. I paid $1,000 to watch you play. (laughs) (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Silly boy. Go home, If that's everything on yeah, the drafts, we'll move on to... We discussed round one last time we were on, and then a few days later, the fixture was released. We missed all the rest of it, including the week off before finals. Thanks, North. Sorry. But, yeah, now we have a week off before finals. It just means Frio and North players will have two weeks off before the finals start. That's, that's, assuming, that, that's assuming that North made the finals, that is. And Fremantle, too, without a key forward. And North will make the finals. Brad's been re-signed. Brad has been re-signed. Has. You sound happy. About that, then. Well, I think he's done enough to see the next transitional phase. You mean the reverting to youth once all the old farts go? Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, he's done more. He's done more than some others, like Hardwick. <laughs> I'm on the Sack Hardwick bandwagon, so that doesn't you do are. anything to that's, me. That's fair, but I think he's done enough. I think he's done the bare minimum to get an extension. He got he got the extension after they re-signed um, Simpson as well, so maybe they were they were holding out for Simo to re- return home, and now they've settled for Brad. What do you think of Adam Simpson, Bender? Well, he just took us to grand final, so well, that's when we. I vividly remember first press conference that he did for West Coast, and I remember some of the real sort of smug sort of like who are you sort of like questions from the WA media. Like they got oh yeah, big time, of, big time, big yeah, time. That's like, because they don't like people that aren't West Australian. Wait, I thought that only happened with the Crows. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Well, they, they've got another. They've got a West Australian now. Um, no, I think it's more at the time that he got employed. Peter Sumich has a a lot of friends in the WA media mm-hmm. and people are getting tired of him not getting a job, I think. So they got a bit upset that a Victorian got a job when so well, should I'm wondering. Oh, don't worry. Ross will fuck off soon. So he can have the Frio gig. Well, I'm just Dead, wondering Dead. what those peanuts in the WA footy media think of him now. Well, I think they prefer him than Lyon, who does absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, in terms of it gives nothing to you, to the media. I think he's a little bit more approachable than that. But I think, I don't know, if you've watched him, he seems fairly humble. I'm not going to choke you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
Let's go back to the fixture. So North forced everyone to have a week off. I like how this is all North's fault, yet free men have been the pioneers of taking a week off. We don't have any Frio flogs here. Oh, so, okay, fair enough. <laughs> we don't talk about them. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about free men. We'll... You know how much Northern Lights loves it when they change the rules against North? I do. Look, it's going to be a pretty dull fucking weekend right before finals. There's like nothing else on. Well, they can put all the awards in that week to sort of fill the week, but yeah, I'd, I'd rather they didn't have a week off before sort of kill the moment. Yeah. Yes, yes, it does. What could we put in there? Like, someone did suggest a Carlton versus the X's game, now that the X's do have a full 18. But what else could they do? Like, maybe move Brisbane's last game of the year weekend later even, you know, because they won't be... Well, they do have a floating fixture. I mean, if they can put teams that are not going to play finals... Yeah, on the last weekend. Weren't they talking about something to do with the bottom six, where they all play each other? Yeah, for the draft picks as well. There was another one. Yeah, for the bottom six to play out for the... Well, there's, as an incentive to, to not tank, as in theory, like, so then you have to try and win your last game to get a high draft pick or something along those yeah. lines or some shit. When the yeah. fuck was the last time anyone tanked, though? It's been a while now. Yeah, it's been like seven... Like, proper tanking. I don't think anyone's done that. Well, no one did it last year. Melbourne did it. Yeah, but that was like Dean Bailey. They've had two coaches since then. I can't see anyone willingly tanking these days. I think the culture's changed too much around it all. It hasn't exactly shown great results. Like, what it do for Carlton, the Chosen ones. Mm. <laughs> anything else on the fixture? Anyone find something they liked on the fixture? Morgan, actually, you're still upset that you're going to have to travel and round one. <laughs> yeah, devastated bastard. <laughs> I liked how the dogs got a bunch of Friday night games. The AFL are against them. They got Friday night games. No, you're not biting? Get fucked. <laughs> they can play what they like. They were training this afternoon where I played netball. I told them to fuck off. <laughs> I'm sure they listened and took what you said. Yeah, they listened to me as much as still sideboard. Yeah, yes. they took a photo with you. Yeah, they took a photo. <laughs> <laughs> And they all got a drink afterwards. It doesn't make sense, though. Like, I don't know when you guys train, but we usually train in the mornings. They were training in the middle of the afternoon. I thought you guys trained no. at dinner time over steak. No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're slim as now because we've been eating Clen and stuff. Oh, actually, there's, there's an interesting one. You re-rookied them both. Of course we did. Yeah, and Essendon apparently was going to do get Oh, teeth. how stupid are Essendon? Just in Why? case you haven't got enough people that can be suspended for a fucking week, <laughs> pick up another one. That is awfully risky. Oh, that is dumb as dog shit. At least you guarantee you know when it's coming back. Like it's, not, it's not a bad troll, though. It's not quite bidding on Silvani, but, you know, it's not bad either. Behaviour by the Collingwood board on Bigfoot, it was just absurd. They were told this was happening, and they all acted like they'd never fucking had any knowledge that we were going to redraft these two guys. It's not like they're not complete potatoes. Like, they both played AFL games before. They would be the best of a rookie draft, at least. At least they would get a game. Fucking idiots. Oh, I don't know. Farron Ray was available. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Who picked him up? Somebody yeah, actually did pick him up in the North end. did. Uh, not lower the age profile. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to do when they retire in two years? Like the whole team. They're not yeah. Brad's got his shiny new extension to figure it out. It'll be like, you know, those those picks at the end of the draft that you're allowed to take if no one else is taking them. North will take the last 18 picks of the draft or something because they'll just have to stock yeah. a half the list. Where everyone else is passing and the South Australians are cheering. Exactly, yeah. Because two-thirds of the entire North side are made up of 30-year-olds. <laughs> let's let's move on from the fixture if there's nothing else on that. No Carlton Friday night games. Essendon don't whinge about the fixture unless it's Sunday afternoon. You, you don't whinge about the fixture. I wonder why. Well, because, you know, amongst, amongst everything else, the AFL obviously caters to Essendon every chance they get, you know, as, as the last 
four years have shown. This is the point I was making the last time we were on, Morgan, actually. You and Essendon supporters have nothing to complain about when it comes to the fixture. Absolutely nothing. Now, Mor- Morgs doesn't like how many times the dogs are on. No, I don't care about the no. dogs. I care about travelling the first week. <laughs> oh, no. I care about travelling the first week of the season. because I've waited. Why do you care about the first week? Because I've just waited for... six months and I just want to see my team. I don't want to oh, turn on purely, the TV. purely from a spectator view. Yeah. Because it's the best time to travel, obviously, because you're not fatigued from the the week before. So oh. wouldn't it, it's the best way, best time to get it out of the way, I would have thought. Then uh, Collingwood travels two or three times a year. Yeah, so mm-hmm. They travel like five or six, don't they? Uh, <laughs> no, they don't travel five or six. That's what other Victorian clubs do. Yes, Bender. Uh, and, and I'm not against times. it because the AFL have to cater for, well, they're a business. They've got to make money and they've got to cater to larger supporter bases. That's um, and every larger than S. If teams like yours, Dan, actually (laughs) pulled their weight, we wouldn't have to fund your existence. (laughs) This is getting awfully shit fighty. Yes, you fund our existence, thank you, because a billion dollar TV rights has nothing to do with it. Then why do we have to have each one? No, the billion dollar TV rights is all Sydney. This. Colder supporters tell us that all the time. Oh, yeah. That's all the colders. Oh, I yeah. thought it was Friday nights. Huh? Well, now the game's going to go down the drain with fucking dogs playing every Friday. This is way too shit party. We were discussing Essendon before. Let's go back to Essendon. They were charged by WorkSafe. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been hearing that it wouldn't happen. So... have been hearing a lot of things. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. <laughs> Hal Hunter, I think he's owed an apology by quite a few people. It gives the players an out if they decide to take Essendon to court in the future. That's but the he's only... Not taking Essendon into court. He's taking the AFL to court. Well, the AFL got cleared. Because one of the one of the little side outcomes was it turns out that Essendon's not their employer, the AFL. And so if there's a WorkSafe breach, technically the AFL have breached it, not Essendon. WorkSafe didn't so, say that, though. Like, they charged Essendon and not the AFL. Well, with this other ruling, that was what it... They were ranting about it. I mean, does, bomb does anyone so. doubt, though, that if Essendon were found guilty that the AFL wouldn't be paying for it anyway? Exactly. Like, That's... they'd find a way to be paying for it. It's like how Melbourne got fined for tanking and they paid for it. Everyone gets their fine paid from except Carlton. But it does give the players an out down the future if they yeah. decide to take us into court. And to go wherever the fuck they want to, I guess. If they want to, they can. But you know, these players might grow something on their skin that may have been because of the supplements that they were taking. It. Grow something. Probably wind up looking like Bosk. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened is um, the complaint that uh, Bruce Francis lodged with the ombudsman against the starter. <laughs> Bruce, Francis. <laughs> Bruce Francis, who's doing the best impression ever of old man yells at cloud ever seen. And also his complaint with the Office, office of Public Prosecutions. <laughs> oh, Bruce, you're a fuckwit. But have you made Acker a coach yet? No. Nah, no? It's not going to happen. I think he'd make a great development coach. He's got some good ideas. He's got a lot of things to say. Yeah, no gays. <laughs> that's not happen. Well, Hill's gone, so it's okay. Um... <laughs> Just don't do the working teams model on him where you sit him out in front of all these people and ask questions. He didn't like that at the Bulldogs. Ah, oh, the leading, leading teams. teams. Leading teams, that's it, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think Essendon's ever done that. It's no, you, you've never been very upfront. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen with your new coach. Wusha, he's changing things. Job might not be captain. Yeah, well, no, it'll be Dyson. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's been acting captain. There is the funny, it's on the Essendon FC site, there is the funniest ever conversation. And it's like the Darcy Parish's first ever chat with Dyson Heppel. And they're both country Victorian boys. And they're like, oh, yeah, giddy. How you doing? Oh, you had a great day, yes, D. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you're like, really? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's pretty You know, the probably related kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. In the, do you remember that old series of ads where like North Queensland, isn't they? Where's the engine, son? It's under the bonnet. 
son and they're talking really slowly because they're from Queensland. It's, it's exactly like that, but real life kind of too thing. Many, too many rabbits in China. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Job's going to lose the captaincy and so is Mark Murphy. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, oh. come on. Who's going to be captain of Carlton? Mate? I know Murphy's... Chris. That's, <laughs> that's what they did to Murphy. He's, um... I, I have a, regarding Carlton, I have a question. Who's the captain of the exes? Oh, Mitch Robinson for sure. Think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool leader. Mm. <laughs> he leads by example, gets in hard enough. He's the best and fairest winner. Yeah, yeah he is. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> than Jane what yeah. if they made still side bottom captain of Collingwood? <laughs> like that? Um, not really. No. Not really. You don't like still side bottom, do you, Morgs? Not really. He's captain of Collingwood Pendlebury. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Just had that moment of like, wait a minute, who is it now? No, that's yeah. because he doesn't have very many um leadership qualities. Yeah, no, because he gives up and shit. Yeah. Oh, he's not cotching. Right. Seriously, who would replace Murphy at Carl? Since we're on that subject, um, hang on. Let me just go to Carlton's and look at there. I'm actually Action. trying. Like Bryce, Bryce Gibbs is the next best option, but gee, I, I, I maybe Simpson. Yeah, Kate Simpson. Simpson. I was trying to. Well, that's a stopgap, though. Like, how Kate Simpson got should have been made captain before Mark Murphy. Yes. Well, Kate Simpson is also 46. So. Yeah. Like, how long are you going to keep him captain? It's like North making Boomer captain now. But you'd think that this might be Kate Simpson's last year. He's 31. No, I've got it. Actually, I've got it. Andrew Walker hat. <laughs> Do you know that's four years old now? Can you believe that? I was actually seriously considering starting a thread on Andrew Walker's hat demanding a trade to Richmond. <laughs> four years since Andrew Walker's hat. How time flies. <laughs> All right, so wow, being wow. serious, though, who would? Yeah, I'm looking at their list right now. What a shit truck list. Jamison? Yeah, well, Jamison made their leadership group last year, but I wouldn't have thought he could lead them anywhere at well, all. Bokehurst has strong opinions on <laughs> Simon White, maybe? But who's Simon White? You pick him out of a lineup. Armfield? Just have a Rotating captains. Um, one God, no. Did it have to be Jamison, Sam Rowe, but uh, Andreas uh, Everett. That oh, that one ball. weird little finger thing he does. Mm. Oh, the ET finger celebration. That shits yeah. me. Why does he do that? Dylan Buck. Because he's a jerk off. It's because he's a germaphobe. Like, no, that's what BT says, but BT is just full of shit. So, Hank, so he won't high five his teammates because he thinks he's going to get germs. Yeah, not so. Not, on, not only is he scared of, like, like oh, we've got Carl oh, players oh. who are scared of contact. We've got this one. He won't. I bet, you, I bet you he's one of those hand sanitizer friends too. And he's got <laughs> shitloads of bottles in his. With the light on. You'd probably want to wash your hands a lot of spider ever is your brother as well. So I think that dirt will never come off. Yeah. Video Joe Rainbow would be my pick for camera. Dale Thomas? Sam, actually, Sam Docky. <laughs> Dale Thomas would need to get a game. He's all right. We're just going through the entire list. Pretty much. I'm looking at it now because yeah, I don't same. know half their players. Uh, if, if this is my list, oh, I would consider I'm following Okay or something. You follow the X's. Jason Tut, Mark Wiley, Ed Kerno. Wiley Kerno, why not? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Silvani. Sauce will make it happen. They've been talking about Weedering's um, leadership, leadership qualities. What, what are the odds he Bryce Gibbs and go straight into leadership group? Um, straight in the fire. Looking at their list, that's a very strong likelihood. No, yeah. Bolton's got a lot of work to do. Let's move on to, well, Jake Carlisle's had a lot to do since trade week. Uh, he's joined St Kilda and already grown the pedo moustache. Yeah, and he's sleeping in and getting everyone, you know, <laughs> dragging the whole team down, making them run laps because he wants to sleep in slash injunction. I think the funniest part of this story, though, was Clarko going full stalker on him during trade week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagined Carlisle opening his uh his holy I'm sorry his hotel room door and it's like the scene from um Fear and Loathing when like the the water's on the ground. 
And <laughs> after that, the night on the adrenochrome. <laughs> and Clarko's just standing at the door thinking, what the fuck? But no, like, that is kind of creepy, though. Clarko's like, tell me where he is. I'll meet with him. Especially if, if he did show up unannounced, if you were just, like, kind of walking along and then, oh, there's Alistair Clarkson's come to talk to me. It'd be pretty freaky. Yeah. Like, But unless, like, you know, they called him and said, oh, Clarko's on his way out to see you kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, if you just, just show up unannounced, it would be, um... I'd imagine night. a midget stalker would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Carlisle would set fire to him. Well, he wasn't quite at St Kilda yet, but come to Hawthorne or I'll belt you like you're an under... 10s umpire but yeah it's very bombers 2003 where is bombers 2003 is he dead convicted <laughs> uh, right but yeah anything else on carlo uh he's dumb as dog shit <laughs> yeah that he is really coming across is. right now like we sort of <coughs> that before he got highway robbery uh, he, he was before all this went down one of my more favorite players at essendon because he did some amazing shit hey, what, what pick did you guys get oh, <laughs> See, I said like weeks ago that we got Aaron Francis for even even a straight Kyle who's behaving and not doing the lines of cocaine and shit isn't worth. I mean, he's a quality defender. I reckon I don't think overpaying top five for Carlisle if he was behaving himself because. He's ridiculously talented. Okay, but behaving himself, are you saying by behaving himself that includes playing where he's told? Yes. Yeah, yeah and okay. not whining about it to anybody who listens. I play forward. I'm a backman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, when he was up forward and gave a shit, he kicked goals and he was fine. And when he was back, he was ridiculous. You know, he, he was really good. But under those sort of circumstances, top five... He, he will fit in really well down at St Kilda where they sook over the coffee. Yeah. He'll join Whinge for 2016. Do they still have a, a sandal band down at St Kilda? A what? What they what the players weren't allowed to wear sandals. Really? Yeah. No, was it thongs or was it sandals? Oh, either. I think they were banned. They couldn't because the, the club doctor or physician or Wait. whatever said that it screwed up with their feet. Oh, I was going to say, when you said thongs, it was, you know, thongs you wear on your feet, yeah, because yeah, yeah, St Kilda yeah. could <laughs> Yeah, no, no. G-strings are fine. G-strings yeah, are fine. Yeah, G-strings are fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't uh, fuck with the culture. <laughs> do, do, they're even encouraged, you know. <laughs> Just, if you take any photos, don't share them with anyone. Um, yeah. Sam Gilbert, put the phone, put the camera down. Anything else on Carlisle? Uh, look, I know that I've already made one shitty gag, but like, I'm just imagining that, that Clark who wasn't even there to see him at all and he was just in the next room and his room service is wrong and he punched a hole in the wall and <laughs> Carlisle oh, Carl was on. in the room next door. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 Yeah, he stuck his head through and yelled, here's Clark Carlisle. <laughs> 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 Because when the fucking hole in the wall came through, it knocked off his line of coke from the table. Yeah, there was plaster dust everywhere. Plaster fell out of the wall and Carlisle started snorting yeah. it up. Now I Try to, to snort the plaster. Photoshop that, the shine. <laughs> corner going, ah, and Clark goes sticking his head through. St Kilda got a bit of a mention and the cultural issues and Sam Gilbert taking photos. We'll come back to, by extension, that and Toot Toot Nixon and the injunction taken out on his book. Everybody's favourite stocking stuffer. Yeah. Well, if you got this in your stocking, you would know the person who gave it to you hated you. It's, it's the modern day equivalent of a lump of coal. Yes. You're getting the, you're getting the Ricky Nixon book. Who would pay for that? Royals. Royals is already pre-ordered. Thomas <laughs> 2003, hoping for a blow-by-blow description. Rose is hoping it's a joke book section. He wants to find the lols in it, but oh boy. You, you just read the extracts on online. I mean, yeah, like I'm sure it won't be long before Nixon's, you know, in typical toot toot fashion, you know, 
know, tweeting excerpts himself for free lines of blow. Have any of you guys ever actually been to his show? No. He well, keeps saying it's sold out, but I think it's just people going to see a train wreck, you know. So where does he hold it? Moe or what? <laughs> well, he did a few shows at the Comics Lounge. One of the guys that um, I know from around my area somehow got involved with him and was doing, like, promotions and shit for him. Oh, oh how low can you go? Well, I think that was just to become a hanger-on, really. Look, it was just a fight in court last week, and I wanted them both to lose. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Real, like, I was like, is there a way they can both lose? Like, no, society lost mm. by them. Being yeah, good call. It's like Kardashian. <laughs> the only real way to solve it was with a grenade. <laughs> his train wreck would be sad if he wasn't such a cretin. It's just, like he gets out of court and he's like, toot toot, and he, now he's already going ape shit on Twitter at people who criticise his book. We should do a review. That would mean we'd have to read it. Royals can provide us all with reviews. Oh, there you go. He can come on for a change. <laughs> <laughs> We should try and get Royals to do that. I suggested to well, you, he, he comes on or he gets kicked out. He might have to post it in the Teach Stories thread. Teach Stories thread, yeah. Ricky Nixon's um, blow-by-blow account. But, um, and <laughs> Is that intentional, blow-by-blow? Blow? Halfway through, I realised exactly what I was saying, <laughs> but no, it wasn't. didn't start that way. Or blow-for-blow, blow, perhaps, would be a better way. Blow-for-blow, blow, yeah. <laughs> One of the other amazing things was Kim Duthie's 27 going... Going on 48. 27? No, sorry, not 27. 22. 22, 22 going on. You can't possibly be that old. I'm just... 22 going on, you know, 48 at the moment. Cranberry. Was, was it you that said the Lindsay Lohan comment? That she looks older than Lohan? Yeah, was? It was, yeah I made the Lindsay Lohan comment. Yeah, she looks like yeah. what Lindsay Lohan looked like now. Looks like now. Uh, yeah, she's fucking, she's all but, bombed out and depleted. Yeah, but Lohan's like 28 now. She looks yeah. older than me. She's probably had one too many Coke bottles, I reckon. <laughs> but it's funny that the injunction was taken out like come on how do you defame her <laughs> oh look oh, look i'm just putting it out there that the whole thing was planned by both of them because they're probably. both ridiculous attention whores and they just wanted some you know some of their moments in the spotlight so they probably probably went for it he probably promised her a cut Exactly right. Like, mm. We're talking about the book. People remember that Kim Duffy mm. still exists. You might be onto something there, Bender. Mm. We need the X-Files Not music. Not beyond um, possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a conspiracy. Yeah, like, no one would know about this book otherwise. That's for sure. If there was an injunction taken out. Well, that's the only way I, I, I heard about this book was the Kim going to court and getting a... Yeah, oh, yeah. And I hadn't heard a peep about it before. No, no. How is it a book? How is, is there enough to write more than, than 20 to 30 pages on? Oh, it's his life story. Yeah, so it's, it's like memoirs and everything as well. Yeah, it's not just about Kim Duffy and all of this. It's oh, like, okay. It's going to go from when he was managing, like, Carrie and shit. Uh, okay. Right through to, yeah. you know, getting engaged in the Moe Maccas and... Uh, yep. What else do we have on Ricky Nixon? Don't buy his book. Save yourself. How, how much is it, by the way? Thirty bucks, apparently. Well, you could 30. get thir- you could get thirty dim sims. Okay, you're better off getting that than buying. <laughs> what else could you buy for? Yeah, this what you'd pay for Ricky Nixon's book. North Melbourne membership. Uh, <laughs> that'll only get you a pet membership. How much coke would that buy you? Would that would that get you a little bit on your little finger? Well, that's what he that's what he's hoping anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy you a lot of glue, I guess. 
<laughs> so that was a funny thing. I saw a clip of Ricky Nixon because it was during the cricket, so the news was on. And when he came out of court, he's given this half-hearted toot-toot to the media as he's walked off. It was. It was a very forlorn little toot-toot at the end of the... What is that? What is? What are the origins of the, the whole toot-toot thing? It's something to do with some chicken train thing, which I don't know where that came from, but trains go toot-toot. Which, which is even funnier when you refer to him as a train wreck as well. Yes. Because <laughs> it's... It all just comes into place, doesn't it? Yeah. He's a little train wreck that could. <laughs> if this was the end of the St Kilda Schoolgirl saga, I think this would be a fitting end, even if they probably were colluding. I need to make a movie out of it. Yeah, who 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 would star as who? Who we got? Yeah, I think he I think he called it well, Lindsay Lohan for um Lindsay Lohan for, for Kim Duffy. Yeah. Maybe Nick Nolte or something for Ricky Nixon. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Rourke would be perfect. Yeah, Mickey Rourke I think it's like a good Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Yeah, he'd look great with a <laughs> Who plays um, Sam Gilbert, Nick Revolt? Uh, Llama Goat or whatever it's called. <laughs> Just get one of those out. You'd have to shave it though. Maybe Paulie Shaw for, for Gilbert. Okay. Is that a plane tank? Yeah, sorry, that's a helicopter coming over. I think that's Nixon landing on top of my apartment block. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I thought you had, like, exercising a demon in the house or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty low, that one. The place did shake. That's a bit of a worry. So by Nixon, you mean that less embarrassing one who was once president? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to, well, Lewis Taylor went, well, what the fuck was he doing bash- bashing around a car yard with it? What was it? It was like seatbelt or something, like causing $10,000 worth of damage. Sounds like something I'd do on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> do you reckon he, he took a little booster seat with him to get into the car so he could reach the seatbelt as well? $10,000 damage, though. Like, that's more than he's ever done on the football field. That's for sure. So what this this happened last year after he won the Rising Star, didn't it? It was sort of... He, he'd gone back home. Was this last year? I thought it was last week. He went to court last week, but it was oh. a couple of days after he won the Rising Star. Like, he went on some rampage <laughs> as a celebration. Good, good, way, good way to celebrate. He, he went on a destructive rampage. It's like Luke Hodge after a win or something. Just who else goes? Yeah, I won something. How will I celebrate? Oh, go smash up some junk cars. Yeah, go trash so, the joint. Are you saying it would have been okay for him to have done this one once he won the um, Nam Rising Star? Award? No, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just trying to understand the thought process, like that you go out and just destroy something because you're happy. You know? Did he destroy the cars with the seatbelt buckle, or did he damage the cars and steal? the seatbelt buckle because that's what I'd read that he and that's how it was reported and I thought it was a very strange thing to go and steal a five dollar seatbelt buckle maybe it got stuck to his booster seat <laughs> he just ripped it straight out yeah. yeah he wanted to show that he was tough yeah it's like the modern day version of stealing hood ornaments of cars perhaps <laughs> He's taking it one step further. He's, that's how they do things up in Brisbane. Not normal behaviour. Just odd, really. It's very Brisbane, isn't it? They can't even do their scandals right. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to break into a car to escape Brisbane. <laughs> Might have been his way out. He's going to hide in the boot of someone heading south and <laughs> sm- <laughs> smuggle his way into New South Wales. Pop out like the hangover and start belting him with the seatbelt buckle. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to the Talias. And hasn't that just been one massive clusterfuck of a story. They got cleared, but the AFL didn't really want to clear them 
and the dogs weren't happy and the phones went missing and texts got deleted and, and the old man's turncoated. And... So their granddad is a still living member of the only Bulldogs premiership team, is that right? Correct, yes. And now he's decided that's it, I don't want anything else to do with the club. He's told the Bulldogs to go and get fucked. So they've lost a large percentage <laughs> of their only living premiership player. Yeah. Could you imagine if he was the last one left? But yeah, because he he didn't like the way that Talia was dealt with by the dogs because the dogs basically told him to go and get fucked. And Kyle Cheney was joking all along. And it's just like, it's all, it's like the worst handled scandal in the AFL ever, I think. Mm. The fact that they haven't got the text messages or they've gone missing or the phones have gone missing, it's all very convenient, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just all been swept under the cup. It's the most blatant one of all. Like, And, and I say that including the Essendon saga. It's sort of dog ate my homework stuff. Yeah, it's all, it's just so so many elements to it, Colchini. Oh, I was joking, I was joking, and I didn't want to tell Luke Beveridge because he intimidated me with his long hair, and that's convenient. <laughs> Text messages go missing is convenient. Yeah, everything's really convenient. And where did he end up? Was it Sydney? He ended up at Sydney because they're desperate for tools. And uh, I need more X-Files music here. It could be just a, a an AFL... AFL conspiracy. Yeah, to get a tool up there. Oh, yeah, well, Bosk. You know, that is something, <laughs> this is something he start a thread on it would be linking the most ridiculous things yeah the whole talia things it seems really petty to go oh i didn't like how they dealt with him even though he's probably guilty i don't want anything to do with the dogs anymore it's a bit of a mess and everyone's just covering everyone's asses and they've swept on the carpet we'll probably never hear of it again who would play the talias in that movie what's a will ferrell and that other guy from Step Brothers? <laughs> They could do it together, I reckon. John C. Riley, isn't it? Maybe the, the Wilsons. Yeah, that's one. Yep. Yeah, the Wilsons would be a good choice. If the players were any good, maybe the Hemsworth. But why do they have to be good to be the Hemsworth? They're, they're both shocking actors as well. Yeah, but they... Yeah, looking, yeah. looking at their abs, you're fucking hope. You look at all the movies that have been in recently, they, they probably demand a high pay packet. Oh, it's, it's, it's more quality of movie basing that you're on, or their glistening abs or anything. They're no, unlikely like, to come back for a Channel 7 telly movie on it. Mm. It's, yeah. It doesn't sound that successful as a movie, though, I guess. It's not It's not quite um the Goddard movie or Ricky Nixon's life story. Yeah, I mean, who's going to see the Talia Brothers movie? I mean, that's just... Mm-hmm. That's Nothing not, else on that? Mm, no. Nah. All right. Well, another thing that's highly amusing is Carlton are approaching the debt ceiling, which, once you go over $6 million in debt, the AFL starts to poke around <laughs> you can see you can see Gillen like going through a spreadsheet and saying like who spent 500 grand on sausages last year <laughs> 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 What, what do they, what really do, they do? <laughs> do they review your books, do they? And then they start to step in. Yeah, they have to like sign off on any big financial moves. It's like if, if they wanted to sign another Malthouse coach at a million dollars a year, the AFL would say, no, 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 no. You can't offer a coach a million a year for five years. Uh, so they're basically coming in like a, a parent on the allowance kind of thing, telling them how they can spend their money. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But so it, it is a lot of it's come from, from the Malthouse sacking hasn't it uh well no no it's a it's a, it's it's, a combination well of yeah it's a combination a, of things like the malthouse sacking probably wouldn't help but it's low a, attendances at games they had a, a big drop off of membership as well it's just a number the afl have once you're over this much debt the afl say to take our money you have to let us look at what you're doing and make sure that you're not going to take the money and just lose it again yeah so it's a lot of things they lost sponsorship they lost attendance bit of a perfect storm this year really mm. in fact the friday nights probably hurt them in the fact that their sponsors were associated with Carlton on Friday nights for the whole year. It's almost like after a while 
you go, oh, they're those ones who sponsored fucking Carlton. Yeah, sponsor just calls up and tells you to get out the black tape. Just stick the black tape over the logo for this Friday night. <laughs> didn't someone do that once? Melbourne did it, didn't you? When that Energy Watch guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I had to stick the tape over the just spot. just another brilliant moment in our history, recent history. history. Oh, didn't Jack Watts do the ads? <laughs> he did. It was the one when he was in the <laughs> so he was in the room with the kid and the dad, and he appears out of nowhere. It was really the dad. Ad. We have to watch the big game, Jack, <laughs> or something like that. It's like, come on, Jesus. What, 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 what else do we reckon we'd find on Carlton's books? So pink sticky buns, hats for Andrew Walker. Yeah, did lots of unsold memorabilia of failed draft picks that they've got lying around. How much do brown paper bags cost? Never mind what money you're putting in them, but the actual paper bags themselves. 50 cents. I'm sort of, I reckon maybe maybe fetuses to keep Jeannie Pratt alive if she's sucking <laughs> the stem cells out of them. That reminds me of that Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly so what I was thinking. I was thinking of Jeannie Pratt just hoeing into that. I just got a picture, got a picture of drug-eating fetuses. Like, it's not... <laughs> But, yeah, like it's funny because Carlton cooked the book, so it's amazing they end up in six million dollars of debt. You can't help but wonder how much debt they actually do have that they weren't able to hide enough of it. How much is Dale Thomas getting? That's another thing the AFL probably have to sign off on it. Like if um Brendan Bolton went full malt house and tried to sign show and makers at eight hundred k a year for five years, should you really be doing this, Carlton? If you looked at their list, you'd struggle to work out how they're going to pay the ninety two percent or whatever it is. Thomas probably helps them in that regard. Yeah, someone's probably big bucks they'll be paying um weedering he'll be the highest paid player by the end of next year he'll be on tom boyd numbers <laughs> but yeah what else do you reckon the afl would tell them not to do no more hovercrafts <laughs> how much was it's, the hovercraft? just the, yeah. it's just the upkeep on that like just getting it serviced is ridiculous didn't someone crash it yeah it got stolen and driven into the, the lake or whatever the river, the river yeah someone st- someone took the hovercraft for a joyride so like it's the thing what you spent this much money on a hovercraft you didn't spend any on a padlock yeah. what else they spend all their fucking money on now. Mick Malthouse's beatboxing lessons. <laughs> and on a serious note, they, they have like a lot um, of pokies as well, don't they? They do. Part of their debt is that they haven't paid off those pokies, uh, apparently. Okay. Like, yeah. part of the reason is that the debt has come from paying off the pokies, which actually makes you wonder are they not making enough off the pokies to <laughs> make up what they're paying for the pokies? Like, yeah. pokies are kind yeah. of like meant to be a license to print money. Can you really tank a pokey? Like, <laughs> It's, it's got some Carlton virus. Yeah, it's, it just it's, keeps paying out when people play it. <laughs> Spitting out brown paper bags. That would be a very Carlton thing to do, just fuck up the pokies. But, yeah, if the AFL took control, they wouldn't like it. Oh, no, and especially not Carlton, of all of all clubs. Uh, like, you know, John Elliott. They still think they can buy their way out of trouble into a premiership. Like, they would not like this. Who would the AFL send in, do you reckon, if they had to take control? Hamish Who McLaughlin. Would they be heavy, their heavy hitter. <laughs> <laughs> he did all right with the Hall of Fame, didn't he? The AFL Hall of Fame experience. He managed to turn that into a $3 million loss or something ridiculous. He fit right in at come. Who else could they send? Yeah, they need someone good good with the thrift. Yeah. Someone someone tight on the coin. Brent Harley. <laughs> Certainly not Brenda Favola then. No. Maybe that's why they've lost so much money because after they pushed him out, they, they lost all the money he was spending on the pokies. <laughs> so that's where they've, they've lost a lot of their revenue from. He was just, he was just pumping his salary straight back into the club. <laughs> This is the circle of life. Let's <laughs> cut out the middleman and don't pay him at all. <laughs> One more story. It's Buddy Franklin's back at Sydney. It seems like only 12 weeks ago that he 
pulled out. Yeah, only 12 weeks exactly yeah. to the day. Yeah. And I like how he's got the confidence to grow his hair long now yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. 12 weeks, 12 steps, eh? <laughs> it's so convenient. And he's, you know, he's all the stories. Like, you would think if you were Buddy Franklin and you disappeared for 12 weeks at a very suspect time for a very suspect reason, and you'd think if you came back, you wouldn't make a big deal out of it. You'd just quietly go about it. But the whole timeline's really, really sus. It's not quite Talia investigation sus, but it's very injunction worthy. So just a, as a matter of hypothetical, let's just say it was another strike or maybe the third. Does it, has he, is he reset to zero now? I don't know. You know, I don't know of anyone. I could probably find someone on the main board who has, but who's actually read the AFL drug code, whether it's even public. So I don't know if it resets or he, no idea. Yeah. Okay. But whatever he does... I'm sure they'll use the same excuse. They can use it for the rest of his career, regardless. Another seven years, at least. Yeah, maybe that's how they'll get him out of his contract. Maybe the hair that he's grown out might be cover as well, because he could have, rather than being off in a drug clinic, he might have been off at Ashley and Martin, just getting his hair treatment, getting some plugs put in. Getting a bit of the vanity going before his wedding. Yeah, yeah, and expect to see the commercials on soon as well, just to build the cover for the whole thing. He's got some nice Prudus curls going, doesn't he? Yeah, they're yeah, very impressive. Sheedy. He wants a night grand final, twilight grand final. Do we want to say anything on that? Um, that's old news, isn't it? The yeah, whole I think so. Thing. I think we've discussed it before. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but yeah, that's, that's yeah, I don't been, mind. It's been floated around for a while now. Isn't it? See, the bad thing for West Australians is is that we don't care because no, 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 no you, you do care. You will care, and you will listen. All right, it's too early. Yeah, yeah. You get if you're getting drunk, then you're done by three o'clock. Mm. The game's over, and you're like, oh shit, you no, know, like it's still got half the day left. I can. I don't think pushing it back to like four o'clock or something would be the worst thing in the world. I think it'd be good. Like you have a, have a big day, go at lunch and then have a big night kind of thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm. I think night's pushing it a little bit, but Twilight, you get half of it in the dark, half of it in the light. You guys can do your thing from lunch and, you know, it's afternoon over here. It's not that bad. Yeah. People get awfully attached to it, but if they put a curtain raiser on, who would care? Like if, if they found a game to televise that people would watch, I'd have no idea what it is. But oh, they should just have more kind of like you know wipeout or it's a knockout style kind of games between the teams, <laughs> teams that aren't playing. You know, like <laughs> you're gonna like gladiator style games kind of thing. You know? Yeah, bring Mike Whitney back. Have a like master chef style competition where Carl cook the barbecue better than everybody else, and barbecue yeah. yep, there's something Carlton can win. Yeah. Tank that as well. So. Spoiled meat. You could have like a Lewis Taylor kind of smashing shit up. So I was not interested by the grand final sprint. What? The grand oh, that's just one of many. One of many mm. events. Mm. They could replace it with a three-legged race. I think that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Even the egg and spoon as well. Three-legged race, Robin Naha. What else could they have? <laughs> Some sort of beer sculling competition as well, at least. Mm. I would have thought. Sumo wrestling, Hawkins versus Motlop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sumo suits required. There, there's going to be a game in this year. It sounds like you've got this whole bloody circus happening before. and Yeah, the grand final's at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. The circus comes first and the party comes after, I guess. I you might as well bring... Well, we've, we've already brought an, an elephant to a, to a grand final once before. I mean, we could do it. Yeah, you bring the North Elephant. I'm we like... could do Hodgepodge's idea and bring a lot of... <laughs> <A wife. laughs> Gladiators. 
<laughs> it'll be like the Coliseum, just release, release a fucking lion and yeah, potential D listees. Like if you know you want to stay on the list, you're gonna survive this yeah. final like AFL last like, fucking games. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to the questions. And the first one, this one's from you know Jack. Funniest name in the draft is it Tom Doty? Tom Doty. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I, when well, I first saw his name pop up, I thought it was Tom Dodo. <laughs> I think the question is, which one is BT really going to be looking forward to calling? And I think so, Buzzer is probably the one that he would go for. Buzzer. Oh, he will, he will love Buzzer. I can see him going, Leonardis. Okay, he does that. Let's find another question. What else do we have? Royals wants to know who, after the draft time, will be the leading goal scorer for Carlton, the X's and Fremantle. At Carlton, well... They can't afford a forward. In fact, every time they kick a goal, they're more in debt. <laughs> <laughs> they can no longer afford goals. No. <laughs> That's actually a good call, Ben. Why not? In an effort to save money this year, they're cutting goals from the budget. They can be their, they can be their excuse for when they're choking it up all the time. Yeah, I don't know who's going to score their goals this year, really. Whoever will be, they'll trade. That's all I'll say. What about Freo? Who do we think score most goals at Freo? It'll probably be one of the smaller forwards, a Ballantyne or Walters. It'll be, it'll be Walters. Probably. Seriously, Walters, yeah. It'll probably be Fife. I can, oh, yeah. They do need to clone him and play him forward as well, don't they, really? I mean, yeah, they need two of him. They need him to get the ball out of the ruck and then... Huge indictment on their forward line if he even comes near it. Oh, they might play him at centre-half forward because they've got nothing else, though. They're kidding, right? They can rest him down there, but he can't play. He takes contested marks. They have to find someone. He's like the competition's second best player. He needs to be playing on ball. Second best to criticise, I take it. That's yeah, that's what like, you meant. Uh, Is uh, it there, Dan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Prudus Fife Ablett. He, he, did, he did come second in the brown line, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's um, finished top two last two years. <laughs> <laughs> it still gets me. Smeghead wants to know what stupid rules will Gill and Co. add or tinker with in 2016. Well, like the cricket, they're going to get rid of the top of the coin in the middle and they're just going to allow the home side to kick wherever they want to kick. They could introduce a pink ball as well, perhaps. Actually, you know what? That actually has merit for the pink round when they do that yeah. game. Yeah, that's true. They can also it's do it for serious. the pride game too with a rainbow ball or a pink ball. That uh, sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like rule tinkering. I just like the game being kept as it is. I hate to sound old-fashioned and like that, but they just it, it happens too much, the tinkering of the rules. I can't think of another sport, a professional sport, that changes rules as constantly as there probably isn't one here's a rule no rule changing for for the next 10 years 10 years 10 years and then once that 10 years comes up you can change one thing and then you have to have another <laughs> 10 years you do realize paul ruse and ross lyon are still in the game right we might need we actually might need rule changes well thankfully we've only got a couple of teams that want to play bullshit <laughs> defensive football and the rest of the, the other teams are, are okay did you guys watch any of the draft videos? Some of them. Because from what I understood, they were saying something about the, um, the, you know, the state comps, that you have to have five players in your forward and your back 50 at all times or something. So, the, so they've actually got vague zones going. Yeah, yeah. It looked all right because there was always at least kind of, you know, you had a, a few players in your forward line. Whenever the ball kind of sprung forward, there was no one kind of running onto Joe the Goose kind of thing. I'll tell you a rule that would be good is they have this in the TAC Cup. They've had it for years, but no taggers, like no yeah. designated. Taggers like you can be a Cameron Ling tagger, like is you're a Brett Kirk as long as you win your own ball, but you can't be Ryan. 
basically. How do you adjudicate that? Yeah, sound? I don't know how you'd actually... I don't know. Like, I guess they suspend it. Like, if you're standing next to someone and you don't get the ball... I guess it's... You've got to run two ways. Yeah, but how do you... Adju- that's very hard to adjudicate. It must be something done from the stands. Not, yeah, not, not, it would be done from the, the stands. Well, Crowley didn't get rookie list. Is anyone surprised by that or saddened by that? Not surprised and not saddened. <laughs> <laughs> neither. No, <laughs> neither. I'm just, I'm just, it's no sympathy for Crowley. It's... Is he playing Waffle or something? Or... No, he just couldn't pinch a spot on the list. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. There, there you go. There's a lot of Frio people that still, you know, wail over that. <laughs> like if Bryn Harvey was lying and there was no evidence, then they, they wouldn't have fined Crowley. That's my logic. Bryn Harvey did rig that raffle, though. Well, there is that. So maybe he's got a way of just you know, convincing bullshit artists for a little man. I don't know. He's like a child. At the... <laughs> he's like a child who doesn't get their way. They cry and cry and cry until... Throwing, stamping his head, like feet on the ground and banging his yeah. fists. Always yeah. out of the cot. <laughs> so let's go this month on the bay. So we'll begin with spread of the month. What do we reckon? Besides the top 50, it's what else has there been? There was the draft thread when we, you did the hashtags. Fog of the year thread's been very entertaining these last couple of days. Oh, no, hang on. Here we go. I was going to nominate you, Dan, for the Christmas tree. I don't think we ever give it to the Christmas tree. Yeah. We, started after, we started after we've sort of finished recording for the year, but I like the Christmas tree thread. It's great. Christmas tree's looking very good. Oh, thank you very much. But, yeah, we give it to that or we give it to Moffra's thread, I think. No, Let's go to the Christmas tree. It's about time Dane got his worth, you know. I think, I think I've given once... Moffra thread of the month or something already. Yeah, so. sit on the pine, Moffra. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there were some fucking fantastic write-ups in the top ten of that. Yeah. He came home strong with that, oh, yeah. definitely. Flog of the month, who do we have? Um, this is almost pick your favourite Richmond flog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's I'm going to nominate fucking Vault Wanderer. Uh, yeah. yeah, him, Tiger Boys, or Boy Dogs, I think. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. The Flog the of the Year threads really separated them. It's Tiger Boys gave us the customary melt, and it might be the first time in the history of Flog of the Year someone's melted in the thread and not won. Boy Dogs has not taken this latest mod oversight, I guess, well. He's been mashing the button like Dimmit of recent times, too. Lots of matches. I think he's doing it on purpose. Well, so yeah, he wants to make sure teach earns his money <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah anyone else apart from the three we mentioned crazy kenny he's obviously gone now but he's fucking useless and you just he was one of those he went through the tie boys phase of like anytime he had a thought he made a thread <laughs> fucking hell no other nominations or honorable no, mentions mine's or... tiger boys or boy dogs sorry Gregory. Yeah, boy dogs. He's going to make a late charge in Flog of the Year too, so... Benoit Bender, who do we reckon? Uh, I think it has to be Tie Boys, but boy dogs has gone off the chart <laughs> the last couple of days, so it's a tough call. It's been a highly competitive thread to outflog each other, isn't it? Can um, you split it? What do you reckon, Bender? Uh, my, my, my money, or my thoughts with, with Tie Boys, I think he's just put in a solid month of, like, total dickheadness. We usually don't split it, do we? But yeah, I would have thought like a um, we'd have some sort of boy, you know, boy sharing kind of thing or whatever, because they've both got the boys in the names. Bo- boys, just tag them both in the forecast thread when it gets made. Last month's polls: which new recruit will offer the most to the X's in 2015? Ten percent said Tom Bell. Thirteen point three percent said Lockie Henderson. Sixteen point seven percent said Troy Menzel. Twenty percent said Chris Yaron, and forty percent said Jack Watts thinks it will be Kennedy. <laughs> so. I guess, yeah, this is just about everything. It's been a fun year again. Year number three is over. Um, and I guess as is customary, we do our top five for the year in the last episode. And, you know, it's hard to narrow it down to 
five classic moments, but we have. But yeah, but before we sign off, the yearly top five. So number five. Hawthorne have decided to, as Canini Park so expertly noticed, engage the 48%. And, well, what do we think of this shiny, shiny jumper? Yeah, well, I like it. Um... <laughs> oh, well, you would. You would. You like, you like fucking everything that you're popping. Get the Guja. Get the Guja. Because um, he's got to throw something in for that. No bronies yeah, I mean, If, if, if uh, Hawthorne uh, came out with uh, My Little Pony plush dolls, then... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It would go down. No. Oh, no, oh, Jesus. You would have the full uh, if, I was going to say, if, to be you? fair, he would be having that brony cum jar. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would have the full Ooh. fucking set on his windowsill. Oh, oh my Maybe during the fucking week where we had to do the photo shoots for the new jumper and shit like that, the reflective surface just blinded all of our players and that's why they played so shit and couldn't kick to each other. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I think, yeah, that's my excuse I, that I'm running with. I look forward to this being, a, yeah, a massive solo with Hawthorne. What's it meant to represent? Is it like meant to represent... Homosexuality and boss. <laughs> <laughs> boss. Apart from that. And just to sum it up, the funniest part about that entire thread was when the most supportive person of the new jumper was Shep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Have you seen that tweet of... Uh, that's, from, that um, says it all, really. I think it was from Triple M footy where they just picture of Bruce and it shows him in the new jumper and then the caption is I wish I could go back to the crows Gunston Shep is the kind of supporter though that like Cyril Rioli could wheel out a pram with babies in it and set fire to it in the middle of the SCG and burn these babies alive he'd be like oh yeah that's fair Hawthorne Hawthorne you know we're, we're the greatest team ever that's fine you know Cyril's just burning babies don't worry about that those babies deserve that it like they probably support Monday, Carl- I, I, I'd <laughs> endorse it if the babies were Essendon supporters I would <laughs> Number four. GWS are cooked. Like, Sydney aren't good, and GWS lost by nearly 100 points to them. So why'd you all tip them last week? Well, because we didn't know that it was fucking... I don't have a crystal ball and a fucking giant, giant dildo weeks? that I can look into. <laughs> what? <laughs> a giant dildo? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't just, know. Even if I did have one, I'm not looking into it, you how, idiot. How do, how do you predict the future? I imagine dildos are involved. <laughs> Do they make you see the light, Peter? I mean, make me see I, stars. I'm not an idiot. I can hear all that vibration going on in the background. It's not a dildo, is it? <laughs> Number three. Here's a question that a friend of mine like asked during the week: Which current footballer are you? You know, when when you played football as a kid, is your game style most like? And for me, the answer, as fucking depressing as it is, given how I've ragged on him all year, is suckling. So, what about the rest of you? Lot? So you you were a good kick, but you were soft as butter. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> I'm an unaccountable uh, soft halfback flanker who could kick it really well. That's a good question. I think that we should all answer that. So, what what about you, Starburns? I was a Surioli type i was good for three disposals and a goal a game <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry did i just steal your one cookie yes sorry so i was tomboy and i brought structure but never touched the ball and i didn't get paid and stringer oh teach you've already described yourself as being quite tall haven't you yes i am but you couldn't kick or do anything else so sandals uh, no i could I, I could kick but um i was a bit like hawkins but without the um the size oh, i was gonna say if, if you were tall and you could couldn't kick it could have been Stanley. <laughs> oh, fuck off. 
Yeah, but Stanley can run. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't run. So right. um, I, I would. So been, Dawson Simpson. <laughs> I would have been. No, I, I would have been like, uh, if you remember him, David Minch. Okay, yeah, I, I remember him, but I couldn't tell you where he played on the ground. Was he an old-fashioned utility? He was an old-fashioned forward. Okay. Yeah, but he couldn't run. All he could do was take a mark and kick, and that's uh, that's what I could do. But I was pretty much a spaz. What about you, Dan? No, he said stringer. I was a stringer. All right. Tomahawk have the same bra size. Oh, no, no, he's got pretty big tits. The Dukes? Yeah, so that makes you a double G, Morgs. Uh, probably like old school KL hooker when he was really young ago. Back buddy chasing days? Yeah, buddy chasing. <laughs> so that's oh. like Tate Pears is now. Fuck, Tate Pears still on the list? <laughs> yeah. Might, probably not for much longer, though. He played in the, he played in the VFL uh, premiership. Uh, no, the, uh, I, I, they, they wheeled him out for the Collingwood game, and I was like, holy shit, it's Tate Pears. He's still on a list. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, you're the last one. So, yeah. Rowan Bale. <laughs> well, you're talking yourself up there, buddy. That's the reverse of Dan calling himself stringer. <laughs> Number two. I think the Giants are in great form, but there is a point where the bubble is going to burst for them. Oh, they're going to do sure. the switch. They're going to do the switch with they're the Bulldogs. And I'm thinking this could be the week. Not because I dislike or like the Bulldogs or whatever, but they've got to come sure. off the boil at some point. This would be a good week for them to drop off because it would make Morgs melty. No, yes. no, no. Yes. It's bad enough that we have to play fucking North this week. One melt is enough. Yeah. <laughs> But this reminds me of a friend of mine rang me during the week and we were chatting and we always end up telling each other for some reason some bizarre story about our childhood or something. And he rang and he, we were talking and then he told this story about his two friends. I've put this on the base somewhere. That this guy who was in his year and his sister who was in the year ahead. So the sister went home one afternoon, walked in the front door and the brother was in the lounge room and Chariots of Fire was playing full blast and he was standing in the middle of the Andrew, masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> and his sister, his sister caught him masturbating to chariots of fire. <laughs> but the story even gets better. So she goes to school the next day, tells all his friends, fucking take the piss out of him terribly. At the year 12 farewell, two years later, he goes up, they find that they're doing the big come up on stage, blah, 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 come and get your award for year 12, whatever you do. And they call out his name. As he gets up to walk up the stage, they play chariots of fire. <laughs> <laughs> And the connection to this, the magic thread to this is, I think, GWS have reached their chariots of fire moment. So the Bulldogs. How you hide those two together, I do not know. And one comes from right at the start of the year. And in case you missed him talking over everyone else's introductions, joining us from the mythical land of East Geelong, we have Teach. I get fuck cunts. <laughs> Shut up, asshole! I'm here. Where the fuck is East Geelong? Yeah, where is East Geelong? I fucking Google Maps it, man. No, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, there. A seri- it's a serious question though, because isn't the um the CBD of Geelong right next to the bay? Yeah, exactly. What is what is east of Geelong? Well, east of the CBD, you fucking idiots. So you live on the pier. I don't fucking live there anymore. I've moved away. He's raised on a paddle steamer. (laughs) They have paddle steamers in Colorado. They'd have women of dubious virtue and casinos. (laughs) (laughs) Were you raised under the table, (laughs) teacher? You were like the um, the paddle steamer version of the kids in the car park at the casino. (laughs) 
<laughs> you fucking stupid cunt finish. <laughs> East Geelong is the upmarket place. Is that oh, yeah. where the uh, cultural precinct is? <laughs> Some jellyfish uh, there once, but they got it. To be fair, I've heard people say say South Broad Meadows is like the good part. (laughs) (laughs) Or Seaford. Part of Franger there. Uh, I'm going to fucking knock you. Well, Seaford's only one station away (laughs) from Knifey Station, Cannonook. Cannonook Bar. You better hope there's no CCTV around any of your homes, because I'm going to fucking come and fuck knife you cunts to death. Well, I live, I live on the... You're going to have to get off the boat and swim across the bay first. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, mate, um, water is west from me, so you just keep heading east on your boat. There's no trains out on the bay. East Geelong <laughs> is a very upmarket place, and that's where I grew up, and so you can all go and get fucked and stuff it up your ass. Why aren't you still there, then, if it's such an upmarket place? Oh, uh, because you can't get a job that... Uh, because, because it's a shithole and it's only upmarket relative to the rest oh, yeah. of the world. You can't get a job that pays you over 100k in Geelong. So. Yeah, you can, drug dealer. You need to diversify, man. Oh, come on. come on. I'm sure the mayor, your favourite person, gets over 100k a year. Yes, Darren Lyons. I mean, you could have oh, multicoloured fat abs and you can be the... <laughs> That's it. I'm fucking out. Get fucked. But, yeah, this was the Flogcast for the draft. Starburns joined by Bender. Thanks, guys. Dan. Yeah, thanks, guys. And joining us for his first appearance on the Flogcast, we have Benoit. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You are the real MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we did lose Morgs and Hadouken. Still a side bottom sucks. He's He's a dickhead. (laughs) <laughs> We've had to record in two parts because of a problem. You forgot Robin too. <laughs> Robin, oh, you forgot Robin. <laughs> Always forget Robin. But yeah, thanks for them for appearing. Also, thanks to Teach. Why are we thanking him? <laughs> he was supposed to do one, wasn't he? He was supposed to come on here. Yeah, he's he's pulled out late. He's been a late withdrawal each this time. This week. And we're not doing the intros next year, you son of a bitch. We're not doing them. They're crap. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to Teach, Penal, Cookie, Ant, You Don't Know Jack, Network Nerd, Paddles, Richo at the Disco, DB Swanee, Chappie UK, Go You Pups, Mardo, and of course, um, Jose and EIMM, who joined us on that historic live episode at the Brownlow. We're going to thank Royals for not coming on at all, yet keeps posting in the <laughs> inbox. <laughs> Seriously, man, come on. Just one show, just come on. He's not the only one. Ugak's in there too, I think. Yeah, but Ugak is a Loz legend. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Royals and Ugak for their work behind the scenes. You could have Royals, right? He could do some sort of passage reading from Ricky's book, like just like a paragraph for each episode next that, year or something, you know? That'd be brilliant. That would be hilarious, but yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next year. Hopefully you enjoy the outtakes. They're good. They're always fantastic every every year, that, and I think they get cruder every year, but it's still funny, and if you don't like some of what you hear, it's not our fault. It's, it really isn't our fault. <laughs> no, you are responsible for what you listen to. Yeah, you're not obligated. Stop being such a fucking prude. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs>